EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people Names, who characters, are... places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, obviously was my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and myself, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This time on KB Cabaret, we present the music of Andrew Bemis, plus original comedy sketches and a short story from guest writer John Gunyaris. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, why is it that I can't go to a birthday party with my sister Grace? She is 15 and I am 12. She says I am too little to be with her friends. It's not fair. Mom's taking her and her friends to get their hair and nails done, and then she's taking them to see a cool movie that I want to see, too. What should I do, Granny Ada? Signed, Dumped and Stumped. Dear Stumped, how delightful. Twelve years old and dumped. Your sister is feeling big and mighty because she's turning into a 15-year-old, immature, girly woman. Yes, she has the right to say no, but parents still have the power to make her say yes. Your mother has to step up for you. Take her aside after her PTA meeting and tell her what you wrote me. Show her the poor condition your nails are in, in the poutiest expression you can come up with. If that doesn't work, give me your phone number and I'll give her the what for. My sister tried to do that to me back in the day. It took her a month to wash out the ink that accidentally got dumped onto her hair. Not that I'm suggesting anything. <laughs> Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada Helen, Nancy, let's go down to the conference room for the sales meeting. I don't want to start late. 
Yes, sir, Mr. Edwards. Nothing like a refreshing sales meeting on a Monday morning to start the week out on a good note. Helen, do you always have to be such a suck-up? Well, Nancy, being a suck-up got me to where I am today. The boss's pet. That's a lofty ambition. Cut it out, ladies. We have enough issues to deal with around here without you two sniping each other all the time. Let's just get this meeting over with. Helen, hold the conference room door open for me so I can carry all these sales reports in there. Yes, sir, Mr. Edwards. My pleasure. Okay, let's take our seats and... Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Is... That Sam? It sure is. I'd recognize that overgrown, pear-shaped body anywhere. Is is he dead? Judging from the smell in here, I'd say he'd been expired for a few days. I told him to lay off all that pizza and beer, not to mention all those pictures of women in bikinis he used to look at that raced his blood pressure through the roof. But he never listened to anything I said. He always did seem to be too tightly wrapped. I wonder if he managed to finish those sales reports before he croaked. We'll need that for today's meeting. Well, somebody better tell Pearl so she can get the whole employee death-on-the-premises procedure started. Oh, no. Now I'm going to have to spend the rest of the day filling out paperwork. And we really need to get the sales report ready for the corporate review. Uh, Mr. Edwards, I have an idea. I seem to remember that it's the person who actually discovers the dead body who has to fill out the paperwork, right? Yes, that's right. So what? That's all of us. Well, Jerry is late to the sales meeting as usual. Why don't we slip out of here, wait down the hall, and let Jerry think he discovered the body? Then he'll have to fill out the paperwork and we can get on with our lives. Helen, you are deceitful, diabolical, and <laughs> downright evil. That's why I keep you around. Oh, Mr. Edwards, I think I'm blushing. I hate to bring this love fest up, but I think I hear Jerry's footsteps. Quick, let's get out of here and wait around the corner. Uh-oh. I'm late for the sales meeting. I hope Mr. Edwards doesn't get too upset. I'll just try and sneak in quietly. Ah! What's that? Jerry? Was that you screaming? Uh, what's the problem? Mr. Edwards, I think Sam is dead. What's going on? Oh, no. Is that Sam? This is such a shocking surprise. What's all the ruckus in here? Sam is dead. He must have died over the weekend in the conference room. Isn't that terrible? Oh, get used to it, kid. It happens all the time in this place. Yeah, Jerry, someday it'll be you. Jerry, since you discovered the body, you'll have to go see Pearl and have her initiate the employee death on the premises procedure. Then plan to spend the rest of the day filling out paperwork. That hardly seems fair that I have to do all that work just because I was the first to arrive for the sales meeting. The early bird gets the worm, Jerry, as well as the paperwork. Go see Pearl now, Jerry. It's starting to get really rank in here. Okay. What a way to spend the day. <laughs> <sighs> um, Pearl, I need your help. Jerry, I'm very busy. Why don't you send me an email about it, and I'll try to get to it next week. No, we can't wait that long. Sam died in the conference room, and we need to start the employee death on the premises procedure. Who discovered the body? I did. Too bad for you. You'll be spending the rest of the day filling out paperwork and the next month following up. But I have real work to do. Uh, uh, oh. Fill out these forms at once. What is all this stuff? 
Form 7923-B, Notification of Employee Death. Form 9856-34K, Instructions to the Maintenance Team to Remove the Body. Form 87-54M, Stop Payroll Notice. We certainly don't want to pay Sam for today when he's not doing any work. Then there's the notification of next of kin you'll have to deal with. Call Sam's wife and tell her to come in to clean out his desk. Well, it seems unnecessarily cruel to make her come in and clean out her dead husband's desk. Right. I think you should do it. Thanks for volunteering. But... And then fill out Form 488-766-INV, the dead employee desk inventory. Make sure you separate his personal items from the company's property and throw away all those disgusting pictures of women in bikinis he used to collect. Actually, there's one of those I'd like to keep. In the trash. Don't be a vulture. Okay, I better get started if I want to get all this done any time this week. Today, Jerry. Everything must be completed today. Pearl? Is Jerry gone? Oh, yes. He'll be busy filling out forms for the next week. That'll teach him to be late to a sales meeting. That was a masterful performance, Pearl. I do my best, sir. Just one more thing. Yes, Mr. Edwards? Can you get me one of those bikini pictures from Sam's desk? What you heard was a little part of a song called Banjo Lele, and it is sung by a, a very talented artist, uh, Andrew Bemis, and um, he's, you spell it a little differently, Andrew. Welcome to our show, by the way. Thank you. You're very welcome. You spell Andrew, A-N-D-R-U. Is this something your parents decided they wanted that spelling, or is this a stage name? No, actually, that, that came up when I went to college. I started using email, and at the time, I think it was coming out of chat rooms, and people were writing everything a little shorter, kind of like text messages now, except not quite as short as text they get. And just as a joke, I tried to make emails as short as possible, like shorten all the words, including ones that shouldn't be short, including my name. I see. And it just kind of stuck. So it's been like that for probably 20 years. Well, it gives you a distinction, I think. You play the banjo, and do you play the ukulele as well? Uh, not very well. I okay. do have a little banjo ukulele, which is what the song banjo lele comes from. I, I did not know that there was a combination. Yeah, back in the 20s, they made all sorts of combinations of banjo instruments. This was kind of before electric instruments were really popular, and so the nice thing about a banjo head on an instrument is it made it really loud. And so they had banjo basses, and they had banjo mandolins, and banjo ukuleles, and any variety of banjo you can think of. And most of them sounded pretty terrible, but that's what they were. You are using the banjo lily in this song called Banjo Lily? That's right. And so it does not sound terrible at all. It sounds amazing. No, it actually sounds pretty good. It's generally out of tune, but it sounds pretty good. And tell me a little bit about the lyrics of this song, because the melody is fantastic. Lyrics are too, but I detect some dark tones in your music. At least your lyrics I do. And so I'm just curious about that. I guess, I guess for me so often, I write music to say the things that 
either I'm too nice to say in person to people or things that I just don't know how to say otherwise. That actually comes from a really old song called I Love My Ukulele. And I often just write new verses for things. And at the time, I was in a little tiny house with another house that was about 10 feet away. And they tended to keep their television on really late at night, for Mm -hmm. example. So one of the verses, I think, was about that. Somebody stole my bicycle. So I think one of the verses was about that because that kind of made me unhappy. And And then you have two lines that say, some days are bad, some are worse. Most are simply terrible. Most are simply terrible. (laughs) I don't always feel that way, but some days I feel that way. (laughs) Well, the melody is uplifting. The lyrics, I think, speak to us all. Let's go and listen to this song because I have a feeling, KB Cabaret audience, you're going to love it. We'll be right back. Some are worse, most are simply terrible. There's one thing I like to sing to make them somewhat bearable. I love my banjo lately, my ukulele. I love to play it daily, it's always out of tune. I place a bet once on a horse, I can't forget that day. Put my last two bucks on the mare named Luck, she ran the other way. I love my banjo lately, my ukulele. Love to play a day. lost in the park so i eat nothing but garlic now you can find me in the dark i'll be playing my banjo lately my ukulele lately i love to play it daily it's always out of town it's 12 o'clock i'm trying to sleep the neighbors are watching tv that blue light blinking through my window pane and the noise don't bother Play it daily, it's always out of tune. 
To hear the rest of this show, download our new KB Cabaret app. There you will be able to hear all of our new shows, our archive shows, and find the multitude of recipes that our chef extraordinaire has created just for you. You will find our app on Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, or Burberry. Just search for KB Cabaret. That's K B K A B A R E T. We love having you stop by, and thank you for listening to KB Cabaret.